All right, we are live for the Wednesday edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to be back, looking forward to connecting, trying to get myself situated on the back end here, but we should be good to go. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, lots of interesting things happening today, of course. There's never a dull moment in the world of chaos, but uh, we're going to dive into a couple stories that caught my attention, and then I definitely want to get a chance to see what you guys have been keeping an eye on. So. Feel free when it's time to open up the phone lines to give me a call. As you guys can see here, the number is 313-462-0027. Definitely use that to uh, call and let your voice be heard. And um, man, just today, uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably, I'm never on script just because I'm just everywhere nowadays. But um, man, I just, uh, just came across some real disturbing news literally five minutes ago, trying to put everything together on the back end here. So I was going to hold off until the, until the end. But just because it's it's on the front of my mind, I might as well uh, share it. But um, just, it's just a lot of uh, you know sad occurrences of people uh, dying mysteriously and unexpectedly, to say the least. And so I'm sure I don't know about you, but let, let me know in the chat if you guys have you know come across some things that just doesn't add up. And of course, we all have our suspicions as to why and how that is. But uh, at this current moment, we're in the midst of all the chaos unfolding. And so it's hard to, uh, you know, go back and say, hey, I told you so, shouldn't have did this, shouldn't have did that. And it's too late for that. So now it's more so just trying to pray for those that are losing loved ones somewhat daily. And so uh, today, uh, two stories real quick, and I'll get into, you know, more of the stories here, but just want to have, you know, have a little straight talk with you guys. But today, scroll through Instagram, you know, came across, you know, a, a former team that I played for. Uh, back in the day, because I have, you know, basketball background and to see one of my previous teammates mysteriously passed away. Don't know the details, but just saw that, you know, life is gone. So that kind of, you know, got me, had me thinking all day, uh, younger than me. So it's, it's very, very, very tragic. And then uh, literally just check the uh, Telegram, the RTD community tab, Telegram, and someone posted uh, this article here. Let me bring it up on the screen here uh, of someone that I competed against during my college years. And so that's how this is something that you know, just makes me think here. But as you guys can see on the screen here, a uh, 42-year-old former NBA player collapses and dies. And so that guy there was a monster, man. You know, he was a he was a he was a great player and we had a lot of good battles back in the day. And so to see that, you know, he's no longer here, you know, just you know get you thinking, but um, yeah, not how, not, not how I intended on starting the live stream, but once again, you know, two people that I know or knew, uh, gone, eh, you know, just make you, just make you appreciative of the air you breathe and your time above ground because we all will have our day at some point. Okay. Let's start again. Welcome to RTD live talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show, AKA the people's talk show. Excited to be back and connect with you guys and uh, going to have an interesting show, going to have an interesting show to say the least. And so for those who are tuning in, if we have any first time viewers, definitely let me know where you're watching from in the chat, as well as you, if you're a returning viewer, welcome back. And for those who didn't get the little rant, was it Monday night about how just needed some time off, was overload, going, going, just a lot of my plate, a lot of my mind. So I need to unplug some and get refreshed. So I kind of feel a little bit recharged. And uh, apart from this little you know, unfortunate news here. Life goes on and just kind of keep pressing forward and do the best you can with what you have. But uh, God is still good, to say the least. So um, anyway, welcome. Hit that thumbs up if you don't mind for your boy. Show your boy some love. And that definitely hopefully help the algorithms. And also, 
streaming on Rumble as well. So for my people on Rumble, uh, definitely looking forward to, uh, you know, connecting with you guys more as well. So uh, hit that uh, join, hit that join tab and uh, let me know what's uh, what's going on over there. We'll definitely love to find out more. Okay, so let me just keep it moving. Um, Let me see here. Okay, man, just uh, a lot of interesting things, man. Never a lot of interesting things. Okay, 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 okay. So as I said before, hit that thumbs up button, show your support. And also, I'm sure you guys are keeping your eye on a variety of things. And so when the time is appropriate, definitely let us know what that is. And I'll definitely love to bring it to the forefront. So as I mentioned, definitely hit that uh, like button, hit that share button if you don't mind, show support for the channel. And then we're going to jump right in, man. Uh, Wasted enough time already. So let me just go back to the beginning here. So a couple articles caught my attention. Of course, CPI figures. We got Kim Jong-un and, and Putin shaking hands for 40 long seconds. And so it's good to say, you know, they're talking about some things that have nothing to do with the West. And it's definitely not denominated in dollars, I'd imagine. And what else? We got the, the UAW strike uh, by tomorrow, man. If it, this UAW strike, if it goes down, could be very problematic for our country. Because, you know, me, especially being here in the Motor City, I always say wherever the Motor City goes, that's where the nation goes. And so if we ain't producing cars. We got all these manufacturers on strike. It's going to be problematic. And if it actually goes through what they're looking for, it's going to be a problem because not only does UPS get paid all this extra cash, which is rightfully theirs because they work hard. But then again, that's inflationary in and of itself. So that's going to be some problems. That's definitely it definitely goes against what the Federal Reserve is trying to shoot for right now with uh more job losses and lower wage uh lower wages for workers so it doesn't help them out they're reaching their two percent target <laughs> but they're yeah 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 we're not hitting two percent ever again okay so let me just uh get get us some headlines and so before i do that let me just uh something i haven't done in a while uh and some things i'm keeping more of an eye on and uh let me just open up real quick and so for those on Monday, I mentioned about opportunities, you know, outside of all the stuff that's happening right now, there will be a lot of opportunities. And of course, you got to go looking for them. They're not just going to fall in your lap. And so I'm talking to more CEOs on the mining side because precious metals is the best way to get your weight up, in my opinion. But also there's going to be a lot of opportunities to speculate in the crypto space. And so I'm keeping more of an eye on that, even though I've been in dipping and dabbing for almost for 10 years now. But uh, I think what's coming up this fourth bull cycle will be one that we will never forget. So there's a lot of projects I'm keeping my eye on that interest me. And so I keep an eye on a lot of projects. And so I'm curious to hear what you guys keep an eye on for my people out there that uh, dip and dab in the uh, digital asset space. But let me just run through some numbers real quick, real quick, and I'll let you see uh, what's happening out here. So let's open up some bubbles real quick. I haven't done this in a minute, but as of right now, we speak. Uh, this is just the current price action. But uh, let me see. Let me see what I'm looking at right here so I can make sure I'm saying it correctly. Let's go to the hour. So just the crypto bubbles. I like checking these out. They're colorful, fun to look at. But uh, another way to uh, see what's happening in the markets at this current moment, because there's never there's always a good time to catch something on, when it's on sale. Anyway, so as of right now, let me see the biggest thing as we speak. Let me get myself out the way here. The biggest thing that is on here happens to be HBAR. Hedera Hashgraph. So it's still under five cents, whatever, but uh, definitely Hedera, this HBAR, they partner with uh, the Federal Reserve and Fed now. So they're definitely going to be utilized. So just something right there to pay attention to if you guys are interested. And let's keep it going. Let's check out the metals real quick. I did not have a chance to check out the metals. So let's see what we got here. Let me move myself out the way again. 
So right now, silver 2315, still the cheapest, most underrated, undervalued monetary unit on the planet as we speak. Never a bad time to get your weight up with that. We got gold 1924, platinum. Let's see what we at 922. And then also palladium 1299. I know we got some platinum and palladium people out there. So more power to you. Looks like palladium doing his thug thizzle this week. Was down at one, two, three, up about $60, give or take. So that's that's very promising. All right, let's keep it moving. What else we got here? All right, so let me just get into some headlines, man. I don't want to waste your time. Okay, so I want to start off with this story here, just because this story here to me is something that uh, after tomorrow, we're going to find out what's going on because no matter what, it's going to be a problem, whether it's going to be an inflationary problem or a deflationary problem, you name it, you pick it, it's, it's coming. UAW barrels tour likely strikes against auto companies. Here are the latest details. And so to summarize all this up and grab some of the key things out of this, I decided to just grab some interesting facts of which you guys, I try to make it so hopefully you guys can read. Let me know if it comes in on a screen to where you can read it. If not, I'm going to stump through it. These are just five or six bullets or so of the key points of this article. And they give some interesting figures here that I think is important, but I'll just run through these real quick. Give my two cents. But it says UA president Sean Fain indicated the strike is likely to occur if negotiations with Detroit automakers are unsuccessful before Thursday deadline. Says he outlined key details of proposals, including wage increases, cost of living adjustments, bonuses, job security, and other demands for General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis. Says Fain mentioned that the strike would begin at limited locations initially and escalate if necessary. <laughs> even considering an all out strike. So this man, this one man, the UAW president is threatening the big three biggest car manufacturers on the planet. And basically saying, you're going to give us what we want. And he gave them five ultimatums. And if they don't meet those five, our, our country's coming to a halt real fast. So this is just one potential issue on top of all the other ones that we're going to talk about in a minute. And so here, here's something funny. It says the UN, I'm sorry, the union plans to hold a rally with U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders, if the strike occurs. So good old Bernie. <laughs> and it says here, key union demands include 40%, 40% hourly pay increases, a reduced work week. So they want more money and they want to work less. Traditional pensions. They don't want 401k contributions. I put in some, you put in some. They want full-fledged pensions. 100% on a company. Mm -hmm. That is that is asking for a lot. They must not have saw the uh, video of the guy with the trucking company that lost his entire pension. Yeah, you don't want that because if it's 100% in their possession, i.e. depending upon the company still being in business and running and profitable, you may not get nothing. It says uh, traditional pensions, the removal of compensation tiers and a cost of living adjustment. So, um, and so as of right now, Detroit automakers wage increase offers. So Ford came back with a 20% offer. They said no. Jim said 18%. They said no. Stellantis said 17.5 and they said no. So what that means is that by tomorrow, if they don't pony up and give them pensions, more money and less, you know, less, less, <laughs> less hours at work, they're going to strike. And if they strike, it's going to be problematic. 
because wherever Motor City goes, the country goes. And it's, yeah, anyway, so curious to get your thought, your guys' thoughts on that. So definitely feel free to throw some thoughts out there and uh, we can get this party started. All right, so here's another thing that just uh, I just had to mention this because it's, it's very timely. It's very timely. Did a little short earlier, but uh, UFO <laughs> expert displays supposed non-human alien corpses in Mexico's Congress say that we are not alone. And I'm sure everybody had a chance to see the actual footage of those two little small statues. Come on now. I mean, how uh, how dumb could someone be to really think that all of a sudden in the midst of all this chaos that the government is going to open up the books and come clean on everything that they've been hiding behind us? And then on top of that, the corpses was from Peru. So it's like, OK, how did, you, how did they come into your possession and why now? So clearly the agenda is probably more in line with needing more government funds to promote and to protect the program that they're going to talk about here. So, but then again, yeah, just like, you know, even, even saying the word, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's getting dangerous out here. Just say uh, the atmosphere, the, the, the C word, <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Just like that agenda in of itself is all about expanding a monetary base, oh, man. And to tax, the everyday worker even more. So here real quick, grab a couple things here. So guys, also let me know if you like these little quick little summaries here. It saves me the time of having to uh, just rumble off the tub. I just give you some straight up stuff. But it says here, two mummified corpses resembling non-human aliens were displayed in a window box or whatever. DNA testing confirmed that these specimens are not part of Earth's evolution. Okay. The ancient bodies were found in Cusco, Peru in 2017 and are believed to be between 700 and 1800 years old. That is a wide window, 700 to 1800 carbon dating. You couldn't get a little bit more closer with that. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, the hearing also featured videos of USO UFOs and aimed to pass the aerial space protection law, recognizing alien presence. So literally, so all this hype is about passing the aerial space protection law, which is basically probably a new entity in the Mexican government, which requires more funds that I'm assuming they're going to ask other countries to put in on as well, because they're all protecting the skies. And then it just expands more of government creates more of a deficit that I'm sure the country can't afford to actually have at this current time. So there you go. Whenever there's a crisis, the solution that they're going to give us always has to do with more government, more spending. They can't solve a problem at all, period. But nevertheless, talk about reducing government, cutting back and letting the free market figure things out or the private sector. That'd be great, wouldn't it? OK, but I'm asking for too much. OK, but anyway, so so that in of itself is is is, is an issue. But then again, that's one of many. I'm sure other countries probably also have their own little, you know, weather issue bills as well as you name it. So it goes on and on and on. But anyway, yeah, never a dull moment. Never a dull moment. Okay. So I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts on this one here. It says House oversight to hold first Biden impeachment hearing this month. And so uh, all the information that came out about the Biden family and their criminal activity and just just everything they do, is just everything, just the family itself is just corrupt. It's just come on now, let's just be honest. And they're going to try to impeach him and it won't work, but it's good. It's a good attempt. 
it might end up shooting them in the foot. But then again, more chaos, more distractions and diversion tactics. So here is just a little bit of information here for those who are interested. Thumb through it real quick. It says Chairman James Comer plans to hold a hearing in September to evaluate, evaluate alleged violations. Evaluate alleged. It's not alleged. The bank statements show that this dude been getting funds from companies and his children and Biden and Hunter, and they all been profiting his cousins, his nieces. You got the whole family in on it, allegedly. Okay. It says House investigators will seek additional emails dating back to Biden's time as vice president. Yeah, he was getting bread. He's getting bread there. Says witness testimony will be pursued from individuals alleging corrupt business deals with foreign nationals involved in the Biden family. So they're going to actually have people that was doing business with him come on a stand and actually. Yeah. Okay. Come on. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, directed Comer to leave the inquiry with support from Jim Jordan and Jason Smith. So, yeah, once again, it sounds good. I don't and nothing going to come from it. More taxpayer dollars spent to accomplish nothing. But then again, I'm sure we all kind of got that feeling. I'm sure. How many people out there by show of hands believe that this is going to result in impeachment? (laughs) I would be curious to find out. Okay. I see a lot of comments out there. Forgive me. And it'd suck if if my microphone wasn't even working. I would be so heated. Okay, let me keep it going. Um, what uh what I what I want to get to. Okay, let's get to one of the interesting, uh, but not surprising. Uh CPI shows the biggest increase in US inflation in 14 months. It is sad when the news headlines have to add drama and just, you know, ooh. And they use 14 months. Nevertheless, that just f- previous to 14 months, we were at a 30 year high. <laughs> and so we're creeping back up in the midst of all the other stagflationary environments. So we're going to have this toggle of like S increases and in certain things here and, and deflationary pressures over here. All the debt, all the all the all the all the debt and the um the credit markets and all stuff is going to be just <laughs> and all the consumer items that we need and use, especially because gasoline runs the world. It's going to be going up and up and up. So it's going to be like this, this seesaw. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. It is going to get ugly. But then again, who didn't expect that? All right, real quick here. Here are some just some interesting headlines from that article here. Save your time. U.S. consumer prices surged by 0.6 in August, primarily due to higher oil prices marking the largest increase in 14 months yet core inflation, including energy and food rose by a smaller 0.3%. You think about this once again, never believe the calculations. All this, all these numbers are, they're fudged. They're fudged. They're fabricated. They're not real. They're just what they need to use to accomplish their agenda of fighting 2% inflation or to get back to 2% inflation. But when you see the stuff like rose by a smaller 0.3%, Prices of goods going up, period, is never a good thing because in, in naturally, if it wasn't for an inflationary environment, as far as our monetary system, prices should be coming down as the economy grows, as more as more people become productive and as technology improves. But not in this case. It says gasoline prices increased by nearly 11% in August, accounting for over half of the CPI price. It said food prices rose by mild 0.2, no longer showing rapid increases as seen in 2022. But then again, just wait because the supply issues are still there. More farms are being hijacked. More of the uh, 
the the food meat processing places are burned down and closing their doors. Yeah, so just yeah. The cost of shelter, a significant expense grew by 0.3 while rents increased by 0.5. This is 0.3, 0.5. Come on now. When it comes to pulling money out your pocket, you ain't you don't feel like it's a 0.3 or 0.5, I'm sure. Airline fares climbed by nearly 5%. Uh contributed a higher core CPI, auto insurance, new car prices and home furnishing also saw price increases. So it's basically saying that everything that we use went up in price. I just did it because it saved us time and just made it that simple and said that. Okay. Another article here. And this will be my last one. I'll spare you the rest. And I'll open, open the phone lines to hear from you guys. Um, I think uh, this is going to be interesting because North Korea was the last country that was kind of like on the outside of all this chaos, even though they've been the focal point of the u.s for quite some time and so now that putin in my opinion is trying to bring him into the fold and of course they talked about some 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 you know on the surface type you know puppy love type stuff but then again what they didn't talk about we won't hear about but it's my suspicion and is my is my suspicion let me know if you can kind of see where i'm coming from with this is that somehow one way or another the BRICS won't allow North Korea into their partnership. But then again, Putin might approach North Korea to join the Eurasian Union, which the Eurasian Union works in hand in hand with the Asian, A-S-E-A-N, and the SCO. So we've got Eurasian, Asian, and SCO. And so if they're all working together, it's good as gold or pardon me, it's good to say that if they allow, if they get in, if he, if, if Kim Jong-un gets into one of those unions by sheer default, it's good to say he's a part of the BRICS because not directly, but inadvertently, he'll be working in conjunction with those nations in bilateral trade and all, all the other type of things they're working on. So that's probably what they're talking about, I would imagine. But then again, who knows? Okay, real quick, let me just dump through some headlines here. This is just some 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 fluff stuff that they gave us on the surface of an article. And it says the summit highlights the emergence of a multipolar world challenging U.S. dominance in international affairs. Multipolar world. The meeting focused on strengthening strategic ties, uh, supporting peace and cooperation in various fields, including aviation, transportation infrastructure, and joint space exploration. Join everybody trying to work together, go to space. Knowing damn well we can't lead the stratosphere, but then again, they always trying to sell us. They sell us, sell us so we can go somewhere. Science fiction. That's why it's so popular. It says Russia and North Korea have a history of cooperation dating back to the Cold War era, which shared efforts to protect DPRK independence and sovereignty. Moscow's special military operation in Ukraine received support from Kim emphasizing solidarity against imperialism. <laughs> so Kim Jong-un supports Russia and this whole Ukraine battle. Doesn't surprise me one bit. And so, of course, Western media is talking about, or Western media expressed unease over the summit due to sanctions and speculation about the alleged arms deal and technological advancements for North Korea. So the West is saying that they think that Russia is sharing with them all types of secrets, yada, yada, yada. But uh, it doesn't matter. They are much closer and much much closer geographically, as well as much closer in their uh, their business ties 
than than we are with them. So we don't really we can't really say much at all. But then again, the U.S. will try to the very end. Okay, uh, let's talk, man. Let's talk. Let's talk. So I had a those are just some things that caught my attention. Uh, just real quick, let me grab another one. Uh, this and so when I saw this yesterday, it it, it let me know that the the prob- the probability between now and the election that we may not have uh what's th- what 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 might be used what this this is what might be used let me okay maybe not let me go back see if i can find this let me see if i can find this so this so this is a real threat that i don't think is get, getting that much attention NATO in 2024 to conduct the biggest military exercise since the Cold War in Germany, Poland, and Baltic. So the fact that Biden funded NATO is going to ramp up things over on the east side of Europe. Something just might, oops, accidentally go off. So the question will be, how will Putin respond? Do you think he's just going to allow the biggest military exercise to take place in his backyard and just wouldn't you feel uncomfortable if your enemy was in your backyard knowing that they would love to just take you out if they caught you slipping so it just is no coincidence that in 2024 right at the beginning and the pinnacle of the western or the u.s presidential cycle will nato decide to go start the biggest military so my point is events like this can turn into oops we didn't mean to do that but there has to be a response from somebody or some type of false flag event some shots are fired missiles fly somebody passed somebody dies somebody gets invaded <laughs> next thing you know they a national emergency uh state of emergency sp- suspend the constitution again if even if they, it's reinstated i don't know and then there'll be no presidential election because we're in the middle of a war. Hmm, that'd be a good way to, I'm sure the globalist deep state cabal, whoever they are, would love to make sure that Trump doesn't get back in. If, if Trump is the, is the focal point, it seems everything they do is about Trump, 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 Trump. So yeah, anyway. Okay. Enough of me ranting. I'm tired of ranting. I want to talk. So um, let's have at it, man. What do you guys want to touch on? Uh, feel free to throw out some thoughts, ideas, suggestions on whatever is on your radar opportunities problems you name it we can try to cover as much as we can so call and try to be quick short and to the point so your boy can uh get as many people as possible on here or just throw out something just throw out something in the chat you know a question or something like that and uh, i'll try to share my two cents on it but it should be uh fun should be fun anyway so we go we'll go a couple more minutes see how see how this takes us and uh, we go from there. So feel free to throw it out there. What we got? Uh, let me see here. TB, <laughs> TB what's up, my friend? Uh, states are the Baltic instigating. States are in the Baltic countries, right? No coincidence at all. It's intentional, and that's the thing. Those those nations are allowing themselves to be used as puppets. Give me one second here. Let me try to let me try to get myself together. Oops. Uh, give me one second here. I'll get you on here. It's hard trying to do everything on one. Man, forgive me. I'm going to get it together. All right. Hello, Carlos. Where we call it from? 
Hey, Mike, it's Tom. How have you been, my friend? Tom, I'm doing good, my friend. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I, I see you got your, your live stream talk show back up. That's good. Yeah, That's man. A good thing. I needed to needed to calm myself down, unplug a little bit, and uh, now I'm back at it for the fall. I think this is going to be. I think this RTD is like season seven or something like that. So I've been doing this for a while now. So my first extended break in a long time, man. But how you been doing? Good, man. Good. Um, I, I, I DM'd you about being on my show on Saturday, but getting okay. to the point of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, two points. You you were talking about the impeachment thing. Yeah. We got to remember, right, that what is happening in the end of this month the end of the fiscal year. What did McCarthy promise to become speaker? He promised no omnibus bills. All appropriations would be done bill by bill. And now it's impossible. They can't, the house cannot pass all of the appropriations in time to do the budget. So what is McCarthy doing? He's giving everybody a shiny toy impeachment, impeachment. Oh my God, impeachment. Mm -hmm. And what is happening behind the scenes is they're going to pass a continuing resolution, Mm. kick the can down the road and not deliver on any of the promises that they made. Now the question is, are you surprised? (laughs) Oh no, no, absolutely. (laughs) If you remember, I was, I was, I was, I was so dead set against McCarthy back when it was happening. I was surprised that he even made it to the, the speakership. Right. And then lastly, I'll let someone get also else on the phone. I want to, I just want to, I want to posit a theory that uh-huh. I've come up with. Give we all know about the Great Reset, mm-hmm. all right? We mm-hmm. all know about the World Economic Forum. You and your, what you were just reading, these headlines, the mm-hmm. multipolar world, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm sure you've heard that. Yep. That is a World Economic Forum talking point, and it's been picked up greatly by BRICS mm-hmm. and by all of the Global South countries. And my theory is this. Maybe the Great Reset is happening right now, and all of the conditions exist for that to happen, but maybe the seat of the Great Reset is BRICS in the Global South and not Davos in D.C., and maybe just as Westerners, we assume it to be here, but in all actuality, while former Vice President Joe Biden demilitarizes us by feeding all of our weapons and money into Ukraine, Mm -hmm. and Russia eats them all up, yeah. It is creating the situation to bring America to its knees, and it's all being done intentionally, mm-hmm. and it's all part of the big reset. What do you think about that? Um, I think you just gave us the exact game plan that's at work right now. Like I, I've, I've remember saying several times before how you know the whole West versus East, good guy versus bad guy. It's you know the it's you know the communist versus you know the capitalism, and so all these narratives that they feed us. You know, and the mainstream media runs with it. And then it's just so happened that we I, I use a lot of these as talking points just because, you know, it, it looks good because it's political theater. But then again, like we all know Putin, G and all those other guys, you know, they spoke at all those damn you know, work economic form events and they all join hands. They all are working towards the same agenda. Now, how it plays out, I, I don't know, but I do know it does not equal more freedom and more uh, opportunity for the average Joe because they're all in lock and step on the mass, the those the health medicine stuff and CBDCs and digital IDs. So all those countries doing the same damn thing. So they must they they agree on something it looks like. So I wouldn't be surprised one bit if they were working together and using this as a great narrative to to deceive the masses. So I do agree with you, my friend. Yep, absolutely man. And I will leave with this and I I understand that the whole the whole theory of the BRICS currency being gold back it started from somewhere with like kenya right like the kenyan embassy of russia mm-hmm. they 
I'll say it again. At no point are these these people in power going to limit their power by tying themselves down to a finite resource like gold. Right. It makes absolutely zero sense. I do not see it happening. Right. I see what is happening right now as this, like you just said, it, it's, a, it's a grand ballet and everybody is involved, no matter what side of the fence you think you're on, right. your government is involved. And it's up to every last one of us as individuals to have faith in God, stand strong, and we need to be the ones that come up with the solution when everything else collapses. You have a good night, my friend. Appreciate you, my friend. Talk to you soon. Sounds good. Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Um, Yeah, smoke and mirrors, man. Look this way while they all work together on something else in the back end. That's usually how it goes, and I'll stick with that as well. Appreciate your time. Um, missed a lot of calls, so feel free to give me a call. And I mean, I'm, I'm using an app here, so it's like, you know, it's not as easy to maneuver this stuff while people are calling, but I do the best I can. But um, what else? So, so speaking of which, here's a little, uh, as you were talking, Tom, an article popped up, uh, came to mind. And so I'll just let you guys read the headline here. And this is from the expose, but it says the weather situation agenda is key to the implementation of their their plan, which is the Great Reset. So all this stuff goes hand in hand. No crises will not be unused for their agenda. So, um, yeah, we know, what's, we know what time it is. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? How you doing? My name is uh, KJ. I'm calling from Texas. KJ from Texas. What's going on, my friend? Talk to me. How you doing? Uh, just say, uh, just giving you a call in. I've uh, been a long time listener, Mike, and uh, just uh, finally taking the opportunity to call in and just uh, listening to everything you've uh, been talking about. You know, as far as getting your weight up, and that's um, mm-hmm. just me give, giving me a direction uh, yeah. into what areas to look into and to where to go. Right. Hey man, appreciate you calling. How's uh, how's things in your neck of the woods, man? What's the what's the housing market like? What's the overall you know temperature like in your region? You know, as far as the economy economy is concerned. Well, right now I'm in uh, I'm in Texas, the Dallas Fort Worth area, mm-hmm. and it is uh, you know the housing market was on fire. Uh, houses was like you know insane prices with interest rates going up. It seems like it's kind of cooling off right about now. Um, and there seems to be a lot, of, a little fear in um, possibly maybe getting going back into lockdown. I've heard that quite a bit coming from people as well. Right. So it was so coming here. You heard that from people in your in Texas and in, in the Dallas area, or like just in, in the news in general. Uh, in in at home in, oh. in the Dallas area. Whoa. Yeah, I've seen people uh, wear masks uh, quite a bit more. People who wasn't wearing masks the past few months. All of a sudden, now wearing masks again and that type of thing. Mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah, so like here in Michigan, I mean, we got you know, we got liberal left, which Witchmer, Witchmer, Gretchen, Gretchen, whatever her name called. So I know she'd be on board. Like if she got to order some on top to lock it down, she would definitely try. But I, you know, people here, man, like you know, I, you know, there's still a lot of people who are drinking the Kool Aid, but the majority of people are not for none of that anymore. Like a lot of people see through the craziness. So I'll be, I'll be surprised if people fall in line but then again in order to get people to fall in line they're gonna have to do something even uh so even they're gonna they're gonna have to have an event that would definitely get people to submit again so that's where we get into whatever another next health scare might be whatever they're gonna try to put out there 
So that'd be a way to get people to willingly stay home. So that that's what will probably happen if they get on that agenda again, but hopefully not. Thing I wanted to point out um, the past few weeks, like the gun law, like the new law and um, or the attempted law in uh, New Mexico, where they banning concealed and unconcealed handguns, uh-huh. and, and in New York, where you have to have an ID to even purchase ammo. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, I'm being real mindful of our uh, Second Amendment rights, uh, you know, slowly being taken away from little by little. I'm in Texas, fortunately, so yeah. I'm kind of insulated from those type of things, <laughs> but I'm seeing it little by little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've seen more stories about it. I haven't dived into it much, but I want to say uh, what they were trying to do out in, Me- in, I think it was New Mexico, got pushed back. So they uh, pushed back. And I think the judge said it's unconstitutional. So it's looking favorable over there, but that's how they'll try to accomplish it, you know, state by state, bit by bit. Because in, in their mind, they got time because they're controlling all this craziness. So, uh, but yet, then again, we'll see, man. But as long as people wake up and push back, hopefully we got a chance. But Appreciate you, man. Thanks for calling in. You're Thank you. Yeah, be good. Bye-bye. Good stuff. Appreciate the call, man. Appreciate the call. What else was going on out here? And so I saw something about the Mexican wall, and I did see something about Mexico deciding to pay for it. Um, and as far as what, why, and how, I did not uh, find out why. But I remember... <laughs> I remember, uh, let me see, I remember saying this back during the Trump administration. You know, he was so pressed on getting that wall to protect us. But I'm thinking like, but once that wall goes up, what about if people, you know, decide they want to leave and they can't leave as easily? So I'm like, it might end up being a booby trap. Don't sleep on that. And once again, I don't doubt that, that still is the case because we have all those, you know, people moving north. For various reasons, some of them are being paid, some of them are, you know, a part of, you know, terrorist sales, all that stuff like that. True. But a lot of those people, their lifestyle is so bad, they rather take a chance on the streets here because at least you come here with this current administration. They gonna give you a cell phone, health care, a job, an ID, and you can vote all. all They're going to give you all that for a vote in 2024. So, you know, if you were living on your knees, you know, who wouldn't want to move up where you get all that? All you got to do is just vote. Biden 2024. <laughs> that's how bad it is. That's how that's how bad these cats are. So it doesn't surprise me one bit. And so I did see that uh, the CDC approved another uh, medicine jab. Medicine. I got to figure out. I got to use words. I got to figure out how to work. You work these words. Yeah. Yeah. It just it doesn't it doesn't surprise me one bit. Okay. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, let me think. 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 Okay. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Something I came across earlier, article, that kind of put things into perspective for me uh, as far as how to come up with an analogy to describe how corrupt. Uh, let me see. Where was it? Uh, uh, what was it? Man, let me see. It was. Uh, okay. So anyway, it was about the Pentagon. It was, it was an article about the Pentagon. I thought I shared it on the Telegram. Uh, I think I shared it on Telegram. And it has something to do with... Okay, here you go. <laughs> You're going to love this one. This is... Man, like, this is... This is... 100% U.S. U.S. Uh, propaganda. So look, look at this headline here. Pentagon. 
says cyber attacks are part of China's armory for any conflict with the U.S. So, so a lot of things here, a lot of you know, a lot of false fast golf here. You know, put the tinfoil on for a second here. How exactly would the Pentagon know that's you know China's primary weapon will be you know using cyber attacks? You know, anybody could. But then again, we have the most sophisticated yada yada NSA da 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 all this stuff. If you know all this, then you know you should have protected yourself for this. So clearly, they're using this as a way to say that people be on the lookout. Cyber attacks is still a part of the agenda. What is it called? The Great Cybergon or whatever it was from the World Economic Forum. So it's still on the table. So between the NATO and Cold War next year, the cyber event that you know Claus said that will be way worse than the you know the health situation. And then what else we got here? Uh, a couple other things that come to mind. It'll be back in a minute. But what what I thought about here was the Pentagon. To me, is like the is the strong arm of the U.S. government. It's like okay, so you know you see them you see them pictures of the octopus, you know, mimicking the central bank. Uh, you know, from back in nineteen thirteen, whatever. You see the you know, no, it was. I'm, I'm losing my mind. Anyway, so the Pentagon is like the strong arm. It's like you know, you know, wh- whoever runs the Pentagon controls the finger. So you got these strings coming down like the puppets. You got all the three letter agencies, CIA, FBI, CDC, IRS, whatever else we got out there. They all just like, okay, it's type of analogy, you know, like, so basically what I'm saying is from the top down, whoever controls the strings up top, all the puppets down below follow. And when I saw that, I'm thinking like, man, I just, I, I just can really, I really believe that, you know, our government is so corrupt and so crooked. And so we we don't even have a government. It's just, just, be, just be honest with you, man. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to call it, man. Like, you know, if you got people who are not operating in your interests, most of them at certain positions that are in in positions that the leaders listen to aren't even elected. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what do what do what do you have? Like. I know I always say our, our biggest crises is governance. Like, you know, mankind itself lacks governance. And thank God that the kingdom of God will be reinstated on earth. Jesus Christ will sit on the throne of David forever, as it was promised. So I'm excited about that. But between now and then, it's like, okay, I got to live through all this craziness by faith. You know, all this foolishness It's like, come on, man. Like, I would think like, you know, evil, like, what, don't, what you got something better to do? Something how? Yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, it blows my mind. Huh? Anyway, I lose my mind trying to figure it out. Um, uh, let me see here. Uh, Chrissy said all three letter agencies are unconstitutional. Yeah. You factored that in as well. Like <laughs> that's even more of a reason why I was like, man, like duh, it's, it's man. How do we get these cats? Cabal. Jay says the cabal. Yeah. So like, so uh, Jay, real quick, so out of curiosity, where did the word cabal come from? Because like we, so here's the words we use deep or not. We, I just say words that have been given to us, deep state, swamp, cabal, elite. Um, there's a couple more out there, but it's like all those names that somebody, somebody, they originated with somebody. And I wouldn't be so surprised if whoever is at the top in the media propaganda room 
that's like, oh, let's just try this word this week. Let's put that out there in the airways. Let's put that out there and let one of the public puppet candidates say that they're trying to fight us. You know, and we'll call ourselves this week um, uh, the the hunters. The the, the 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 I can't even think of nothing on the fly. <laughs> but the next you know, one puppet you know come out and says, "I'm going to stop the such and such." The next you know, we yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm everywhere, man. Ah, it's foolishness. This is the land we live in. Flat Earth, which is works. What are you talking about? You know what? And so, uh, if you if you've been watching social media for the last three years, I just say three years because after twenty twenty, that's when everything just seemed to just surface on Twitter. Like Twitter became like the hub for all types of things that make you think. I see so many video footages of people taking a GoPro, tying some helium balloons on it, GPSing it, sending it up there. And the images, so I've, I've seen several videos, so it's just not one person or group of people. But I never, I, I've, 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 you know, you know, angles whether it be a fisheye lens, wide eye lens, whatever. When those balloons go up and they show the stratosphere, they they all got a, a limit. You know, nothing goes beyond that. Bloop, that you know, there's there's a limit to everything. But then again, they would have us think that all those spaceships actually go up, like there's actually somewhere to go out there. You know what I'm saying? That's the crazy part. But my point is. I see all those little cameras and the images I see from those cameras, cameras, which are not NASA, everything NASA says, NASA is like Hollywood. It's like a studio in Hollywood. That's how unbelievable these guys are. But then all those video footages, the film, like the horizon of the blue, white, it, I mean, I just see a straight line. I mean, like, of course, but it's not wide enough. But then again, I'm thinking like, even if it's straight within the focal point of the lens, that's pretty large. And so that camera there, how much bigger of a surface are we missing out just from those short little images to where it leaves me like, okay, well, you know, I, I definitely don't see a curve in this picture or that picture or that picture. But then again, like maybe we need to go out further to see that. But then again, I don't think we do. Yeah. Anyway, I'm everywhere. Um, David says, awesome. Let me go. Awesome. Eight hour documentary on FE called What on Earth Happened on Rumble Bitch You. What, what happened on earth? What on earth happened on rumble and bit shoot? Okay. I will check that out. Uh, what is the guy? Oops. Uh, what we got? It says in Jewish tradition, the tree of knowledge and the eating of its fruit represents, represents the beginning of the mixture of good and evil together. Hmm. Rough. Um, hmm. The tree of knowledge. Um, that is another little bit of, that's a question I have for God when I see him, I'm wondering, you know, the, the idea that he put two trees and told him not to eat from one. It's like, you know, that automatically, like, you know, he, I mean, he, oh, knowing he knew that, you know, man would partake of it. And I realized that between the fall and the redemption is probably the greatest love story ever created. Because in between that time frame, the concept of faith comes into play where literally you have to seek out a relationship with the creator. If not, you'll be lost and you won't have any sense of direction or purpose or meaning or anything in between. But then again, if you seek him out, he will be found and meaning will come with that and everything else. So, you know, and eternal life like that's like, ah, man, like, man, that's a heck of a love story. 
sent his only begotten son for eternal life. I'll take it. Thank you for the blood, Jesus. Thank you for your blood. Um, all right, what else we got here? I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. Oh, yeah, look at 48 minutes. All right, well, phone lines ain't ringing. You guys don't want to talk. You must enjoy the chat, but I appreciate you guys anyway for hanging out with me tonight. Uh, be back at I'm going to try to do it tomorrow night, man. I'm going to try to do it tomorrow night. Felt good. A lot of good energy, even though I was everywhere tonight. Let's get this last call in here. Hello, Carlos. Shane, where are you calling from? Hello? Mom? I hear you going once, going twice. Who we got? Hi, what's up? What's up, Bar my friend? Light broker from the internet. Bar Light Broker. What's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, much. I just wanted to call in and say, thank God you are back. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. I've missed the community so much. I'm like, uh, I'll find people in the comment sections and other videos. I almost feel compelled to say hello. I'll see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, the longest break I've ever taken in, what, the nine years of doing this? And so... You know, I had to charge my batteries, man, get my priorities right and get my perspective back in line. Just because I've doing it for so long, you know, you kind of, you know, I, yeah. you know, it's only natural to think that you're not doing enough or reaching enough or because the whole goal is trying to educate people on a variety of subjects. But I've gone so far off my original course of just focusing on monetary stuff that, you know, I got to figure out how to reel it back in some so I could have a definite purpose behind logging in. So, but yeah, I'm back. Everybody needs a vacation, Mike. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Well, that's how it goes. We we're just glad you're back. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Good to be back, man. Thanks for the call and thanks for the love, my friend. Problem, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, be good. Yeah, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. The boys are back in town. <laughs> uh figuratively speaking. Anyway. All right, good people. We have fifty minutes, man. And uh yeah, everybody stay prayed up, man. Um, as I start off for those who came in late, you know, just talking a little bit about unfortunate circumstances, man. Like I saw an unfortunate article that really, you know, got me thinking. And I'll just put it up real quick. But you know, going back to my my younger years, man, lost a, a heck of a good player yesterday, uh, mysteriously. You know, like and of course everybody has suspicions as to how, how, why, and all that stuff. So you know, I got news that two people, him and another guy, I played with, you know, no longer here, man. So I'm just grateful. That uh, I still got lungs in my air in my lungs, man, and God is still good regardless of what's going on, man. And hopefully those individuals are, you know, born again, and uh, they're 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 hopefully their their fate is sealed in Christ. But other than that, uh, that's what happens, man. But anyway, um, hey, we are we are where we're at where we're at. Thank God that it's not over with yet. All right, good people, be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys. I'm gonna try to be back on tomorrow. Shalom. China is hoarding a massive amount of food. They will soon have over two-thirds of the globe's corn reserves, over half of its rice, and over half of its wheat. But when asked about it, China lies. So what does China know that we don't? China is the world's number one importer, relying on the rest of the world to keep their people fed. This makes them the canary in the coal mine when it comes to global food shortages. As Americans, we need to be prepared for potential food shortages. That's where 4Patriot Survival Food comes in. Their kits are compact, stackable, and have received a five-star review for their flavor and taste. And right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by using code RTD at checkout at 4Patriots.com. Don't wait. Prepare today. Once again, use code RTD at 4Patriots.com and save 10% on your first purchase.